So joining the program today, we have Jack Wallace. Jack is a member of the United States Paralympic ice hockey team. Jack is 23 years old. He's from New Jersey. I first heard of him on a podcast called The Rink Shrinks. Um, shout out The Rink Shrinks. Actually a really good podcast, local hockey podcast here in New England. Uh, I heard your story, man, and it really resonated with me because you're a younger guy. You're going into your second Olympic Games, which is kind of crazy for a 23-year-old kid. What is that like in general? How, what's 23 years old being a gold medalist and going into your second games trying to win another one? What's that like? Yeah, I mean, I, obviously it's crazy from an outside perspective, but uh, to me, um, you know, me and a bunch of the other young guys on the team were pretty desensitized to it. Like, I have two teammates that have been on the U.S. national team since they were 14 or 15 years old, and they're the same age as me, and they're going to their third game. It's crazy. Which is just even crazier. So, like, when you when you see that, it, you know, it makes – you know, it makes it less of a big deal for me what I'm doing. So it's a, it's cool to have that have have those guys on the team. What's the uh, what's the average age that um, most of the guys that are on the Olympic team when they started sledge hockey? Um, the average age of when they start, or the average age of the guys that are on the team currently? No, like when they started. Is there like, like well that that that's the one unique thing about sled hockey is that actually varies crazy. Like I started playing sled hockey when I was. Uh, 10 years old and that's because I ended up losing my leg when I was 10 years old some guys are uh, congenitally have their disability so they were born you know missing a limb or or bound to a wheelchair or uh, something like that you know or they later in life you know some guys we have a couple guys on the team that were in the military that were in their mid to late 20s or even 30s that got injured uh, serving for our country um, and then they picked up sled hockey after that. So it, it kind of varies, um, a lot in sled hockey. It's not a normal, you know, it's not a normal sport that, uh, it's not like the other, it's not like stand up hockey where, uh, you know, everyone kind of starts at a similar age and right. then there are a few outliers here. It's kind of all random. Uh, you mentioned your backstory there. You mentioned you had an accident with your 10. Are you comfortable talking about that with us today? Or is that something that you try to avoid? And, you know, is that something that we're allowed to bring up with you? Yeah, no, that's totally fine. Yeah, so I, it at this point. yeah, I was just going to say the, the second question I have before I even ask you that you must just get tired of explaining that to people for the first time. I mean, that was the that was one of the first thing I wanted to ask you is does that question get old? Uh, I mean, not really. It, it's obviously, you know, I you're right. I have been asked that question a lot and I kind of just have it, you know, have the answer kind of scripted in my head, right. you know, depending on how much detail I want to go into and it and you know, to understand my story, that's probably the most crucial, crucial part of it. Obviously, you know, that was my, one of my life changing events. So, um, yeah, it's obviously I get asked it a lot, but at the same time to understand my backstory, it's, it's one of the more important things that I have to say. Were there days where you understood exactly what happened? Cause at 10 years old, I can't, I mean, all I'm thinking of is I'm a kid, I'm running around in the summertime, just being a, all you is, all you know, at 10 years old is you're being a kid. So I can't imagine having a traumatic thing like that and thinking to yourself, like, do, do you have a positive outlook? Is there a negative outlook? Like what is the direct days after that is like a 10 year old from what you can remember, if that's something that you're comfortable talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously in that situation, you kind of got to, you got to mature a little quicker than a normal 10 year old. Right. Um, so following the injury, I actually spent three days in a medically induced coma. Wow. Uh, woke wow. up from that. Uh, you know, they, they took me out of that. And obviously my parents told me the news and, and, you know, the message that they kept telling me was, you know, obviously we're going to be sad right now. This is a, a, a awful thing that happened. 
but you're healthy, you're alive. Because I was extremely close to losing my life, you know, several times over. And a lot of things had to go right for me to pull through. Um, that it was really them really helping me understand to have a positive mindset and not look, look, look at the past and try and change things. Um, so they, they were kind of like, we're in the hospital right now. We're allowed to be sad in the hospital. You know, we obviously want to get you home as quickly as possible, but that process took about two and a half months. So I spent the whole summer mm. in the hospital rehabilitating, getting healthy. Um, and then it was just, you know, when we get home, things are going to go, you know, back to normal as, as, as normal as they can be after, after that. And, uh, you know, we're going to progress. We're going to, you're going to live your life and, and you're going to figure out what you want to do. Yeah. So it, it was my fa- my parents and my family really helping me develop that positive mindset and develop that forward mentality. Do you have uh, other siblings that you grew up with or is it just you and your parents? No, I, I have three siblings, all of them older. Obviously they were all affected and they helped out as well. Um, but you know, they were all in school and, 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 you know, obviously very affected by that at the same time. And they helped me recover just as much, mm-hmm. but it was my parents that did a lot of that coaching and, you know, cause they had to help out my siblings as well of because course. it was really hard on them. So, you know, they did a great job with that. How long, uh, how long after that did the, uh, sledge hockey start? <clears throat> yes, yeah, so it was the following summer that I learned about sled hockey. Obviously, I didn't know about the Paralympics in general um, and adaptive sports. I didn't. My, me and my family didn't know anything about that. So we ended up learning about sled hockey. We contacted a local team out of Woodbridge, New Jersey, um, about you know forty minutes from where I grew up, and uh, pretty much right away that next fall, maybe August, September, I got got back on the ice again and you know fell in love with the sport all over again something that we were talking about off the air that we were discussing that we wanted to ask you having that camaraderie of like teammates again the bus rides the getting dressed in the locker room is that something that like really helped kind of heal the injury i mean obviously nothing's going to be the normal again but just having that team camaraderie and having being back together with the boys did that help you kind of evolve and yeah obviously i played a bunch of team sports growing up uh so so for sure that was a big part of it. But one of the bigger parts of it um, that is especially true for adaptive sports and Paralympic sports is, you know, as a 10, 11, 12-year-old kid, I'm the only one in my school that has a prosthetic. I'm the only, you know, I'm the only, at first I was the only kid that I knew that had a prosthetic. I'd never seen another kid with a prosthetic. So as you go through and you see these, um, you know, you see these other, well, you meet other kids that are just like you. So, so you, it kind of helps you not feel sorry for yourself because you know, you realize how many other people are going through a very similar, similar thing as you. But at the same time, you also get to meet these adults and the, and these, you know, grownups that also have the same disability as you, but you know, they're elite athletes. They compete in the Paralympics or, you know, they're, they, they're in business. They're, they're actors. They, they do all these amazing things. Um, and their disability does not define them. Their disability does not, um, you know, hold them back in any way. Right. So, so obviously seeing that through the Paralympic movement helped open my eyes a lot. 
For sure. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned that people feeling sorry for themselves and you know, there's always, there's a time for that, but you can't live your life like that. I'm asking you, you're a younger guy. I mean, I think I read that you were about 23 years old. Do you see like the landscape of today with the social media aspect of everybody complaining about something, cancel culture, the politics, whatever you want to point to. Do you see that sometimes? And you're just like, people are so like, do you ask yourself like, wow, people are just out of touch. Like, do you think some people are just completely out of touch with what they get fired up about? I mean, someone like yourself, I, you know, there are people that have probably gone through worse than you have, but you have a traumatic, traumatic life story. So I, I guess what I'm asking you is people like myself, I'm very quick to think, wow, this, whatever's happening in my life is the worst thing that could ever happen. But then you look at somebody like yourself who lost part of your leg when you're 10 years old. I, I just can't imagine you have a different outlook on what actually is affecting somebody during their life. No, you're absolutely right. I think people go kind of crazy especially on the internet i mean people just they they have a voice and and they want to voice and and they want to use their voice no matter what the issue and and they can get worked up pretty easily but i think it's really all just a matter of perspective i was you know obviously it's an unfortunate thing that happened but i was really lucky from the things that i got from it um i got really good perspective i got you know, uh, a really positive mindset. I, I got the ability to realize when things really aren't worth it, when things, you know, it, you know, you know, that same perspective, you know, it could be worse. What, right. what's, what's the issue getting all worked up about, uh, you know, this, this in the long term, this really doesn't affect me that much. So it did give me that perspective over the years and, and, and I'm grateful for that. For sure. Um, kind of something more towards back, um, towards hockey, but <clears throat> when did you, when did you realize that you could, uh, take it to the Olympic level? Was it, was it? Yeah. Like so quick? it was actually in 2011. And, uh, like I said, I was playing on that New Jersey team, the Woodbridge Warriors. And there was actually a guy that ended up going to the 2010 Vancouver games and winning gold on the U S led hockey team. And he brought that he started he was also from new jersey started at that same program he brought that gold medal back and kind of showed it to all us kids uh at that youth program and and it really you know opened my eyes and 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 in the back of my mind i guess set my sights on that goal in the future but when it really when it really dawned on me um was the uh was obviously when i made my first uh usa team i made my first u.s national development team in 2013 and and obviously that got the whole process started of you know competing for usa hockey traveling around and uh and and you know starting my progression towards that high level so you you were speaking of inspiration there when he brought the medal is there uh is there like a uh, sled hockey wayne gretzky uh yeah i'd say there is uh i actually you know he he's it's it's funny enough to say i mean uh, guy by the name of Declan Farmer. He's currently my roommate, my teammate, oh, one of the captains on the let's team. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's he's one of those guys I was talking about that's been on the team since since he was like 14 years old. He competed in Sochi. He competed in 2018. He compete. Obviously, we're about to compete again. Right. Um, I mean, he's just an absolute. You know, he's an absolute prodigy. He's he's <laughs> the best. He's the best player on the planet. There's no doubt about it. Right. I mean, we have. We have, you know, 15 other really high-level players on this roster, you know, world-class players 
and then you know he steps on the ice and makes us all look silly sometimes. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm on defense and he's a forward, and, and sometimes he makes me look like I'm an absolute peasant. Like, <laughs> it, I, you know, I'm, I'm every day I play against him. I'm you know I constantly say to myself like, wow, I'm I'm really happy he's on our team. Uh, you know, he scores he scores the majority of the goals during really you know high level games. Um, yeah, he's the he's probably the best player to ever do it. Love and he's that. still and he's still getting better, which is crazy. That's awesome. It's unbelievable. Awesome. Yeah, glad that he's another uh, American guy too. We got we we're dominating we're dominating Paralympic hockey, baby. Let's go. We're absolutely ripping. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we we were you know we've won three gold three consecutive gold medals. Uh, we also uh, we won another one back in two thousand two. So we're right at the top of the leaderboard in medal count. And uh, no country has ever won three consecutively, and and certainly no country has won four. So that's what we're going for in Beijing. Who is the? Uh, who would you say the biggest rival is? I mean, obviously Russia and Canada. I would say for traditional ice hockey, is it the same thing with uh, slide hockey? Yeah, exact same thing. Uh, we we constantly are playing Canada. We almost always see them in gold medal games and championship games. Um, and then Russia, obviously, Russia had. Uh, you know, issues, basically they weren't allowed to compete for the past several years because of all the doping issues going on right? Um, with the Russian Olympic committee, but they're back in the mix now and they're looking as good as ever. Uh, so it's really, it's for the past few years, it's been a two horse race with the U S and Canada, but now that Russia's back, they're looking really good. And actually I think China is going to put, put a really good team together. You know, they're the host nation. They're a very prideful country. And uh, I think they're going to come out and put on a great, put out a great team and a great uh, tournament. The one thing I really did notice is the games get kind of chippy, huh? Like it's, I don't know why I thought maybe like a Paralympic sport, there would be like a sportsmanship or something. The games definitely get chippy. I see guys giving each other slashes and shit. Like you guys really get into it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, the, the one thing I have to say to people is it's hockey. Right. Every dynamic, every player to player dynamic you have in stand up hockey, you have in sled hockey. You know, uh, they, they did not, you know, they did not change the rules. They did not do anything. They kept it as purely hockey as they could. Um, yeah, it's, it's full speed. It's physical. It's just as intense as stand up hockey. Obviously we're skating with our arms, so we can't really go as fast as guys skating with their legs. I mean, you see some of the trunks, tree trunks that those guys in the NHL have walking around. I mean, an yeah. arm can't be that big. Right. So, right. you know, uh, obviously the, the speed aspect, we're, we're going to be skating slower, but it, it's still an extremely dynamic uh, sport. And, and yeah, we absolutely get into it pretty much every game yeah. that doesn't, that doesn't, uh, that you can't get suspended for like at a world championship or at a Paralympics. Whenever we play Canada, there's a fight every single game. It's oh, not multiple. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's, it's brutal. And the one thing about sled hockey is obviously on the end of ends of our sticks to yeah. propel ourselves, we have razor sharp metal ice picks. Oh boy. So sometimes <laughs> in the corners you're getting, you're getting slashed up with those Ugh. things. You get a butt so end to the thinking. side or something, a little butt end. Yeah, absolutely. All our forearms or our hips are and our legs all, all scarred up, you know, getting stitches, blood on our jerseys all the time. Oh my God. You know, that's, yeah, it's super more brutal. Yeah. It's dangerous. It's, it's, it's hockey. Um, what's the, uh, what's the most frequent injury or injuries? Uh, I, at this point I'd probably say like hands and fingers, and, you know, wrists and stuff because our, we're so low to the ice, yeah. you know, you catch a lot of your, your hands are, you know, only a few inches off the ice, yeah. uh, when you're stick handling and, and defending and stuff. So really the puck and other sticks and other sleds a lot, 
you know, can crush your hand and hit your hand. Uh, so I'd say that's kind of the most common thing. You know, I've played multiple games with broken fingers and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it, it just happens. Uh, well, Jack, man, uh, seriously, thank you so much for joining us. I, this has been, I know we've kind of thrown the fire at you with like a questionnaire, but I really do appreciate you coming on. Um, we'll definitely be watching going forward with the games. Do you have anything that you want to plug or anything you want to say before we let you go? No, I'll just say uh, the Paralympics start on March 4th and then the gold medal game will be on March 13th. We don't know the schedule yet of the rest of our games or the times and obviously the time change and everything, but They'll all be on NBC Sports, so make sure to tune in and watch the Paralympics. We'll be cheering you on, man. Awesome, man. Take home another gold for us. Thank you so much for coming on. That's the plan. Thanks for having me. Take care, bud. We're going to have to put the interview first so people just even listen to this. This is what we're we're giving them right now. This is crazy. I'm just, I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) Relax. Relax. No, we uh, we did an interview just a minute ago. I shouldn't, we would call it an interview. I don't like calling any of this interview because we don't interview people. We talk to people. We had a conversation. We had somebody on the show. We had somebody on the show. There you go. We had a guest on the program named Jack Wallace. Jack is a U.S. Paralympic uh, ice hockey champion, sled hockey, or Christian called it sledge hockey. Oh, my God. Dude, this was great. He called it it sledge hockey. Sledge hockey. Sledge hockey. I'm pretty sure twice. I looked down at my. said sled? I looked looked down at my notes after he said sled, and I looked down and I had written out sledge, and I was like, I'm a retard. And then. then, Again with the word. Oh, my God. God. I'm going to beep it out. We should. Beep, beep it out. Yeah, they did, yeah, exactly. And then, what was I just going to say? I don't even know now. You distracted me. I, I was know. on a roll, and then and now you politically corrected me, and I don't know. I've I lost know. my train of thought, which is uh, We had this kid on, though. Uh, he's a Paralympic hockey player. Um, I actually heard his first interview on this podcast called The Rink Shrinks, and yeah, I don't know. I thought he was a pretty interesting kid. Reached out to him. He was down to do it. Uh, the Paralympic Games, I think, are like a month after the Olympics. So they have March, I think he said, right? First week of March. So watch for that. I mean, the kid was a really nice kid. We'll put the interview first. Um, so you've already heard it if you're listening to this or you fast-forwarded through a U.S. Olympic champion. Paralympic champion. So screw you. And he's going for his second? Second. Yeah, second gold medal this kid's going he's for. He's 23 and he's going for his second gold medal. Kind of wild. I mean, it's, it really is. It's kind of wild. Very wild. That's wicked cool. Yeah. No, he was uh, a nice kid, too. He really was. How cool, uh, I guess, well, if it's after, it's after? Are we after? Yeah, we're after. So the then interview. I guess it's pretty, how dope is it that he, uh, his roommate is like the Wayne Gretzky of the Paralympic world. Ridiculous. Yeah. How, cool how about is that? that? He was yeah. like hesitant at I was, first I was, to answer it, it. Me too. I wasn't sure who he was yeah. going to say. I was like, is he about to tell us like somebody that he doesn't play with? And then, yeah. and then I was going to be like, oh, have you played with him? That's what yeah. gonna, my next question was going to be after he named the guy. And he was like, well, it's actually my roommate. And I was like, oh shit, what? Yeah. That was, uh, I think one of the more surprised things I was. I, dude, I can't speak today. Sorry, we all smoke weed. So one, <laughs> um, the most surprised I was about the whole thing was the fact that I didn't realize that a lot of guys didn't start out playing hockey. Like one guy was in the military that they have on the team oh that had God, no, you, you know what I mean? Are you trying to? Are you making fun of me? No. Oh, they were making fun of my first question. No, what was your first question again? I don't remember. Oh, so dumb. What was it? I'm such an idiot. I asked. Oh God, what <laughs> so was that? It was so cringeworthy. Was After it? I asked, I was like, I'm such an idiot. I asked. What's the average age that you guys start doing it? Oh, yeah. yeah like, they just fucking all, <laughs> like, they all fucking just decided to cheer. Like, what a fucking idiot. He said, you know what? Uh, I played hockey. What a nice kid. What a nice... What, the way he answered said, it, oh, what a nice kid. Dude, run that back. Ask yeah. me that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ask me that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me that. What, um, hey, bud, what age did you guys... What, what's the average age that uh, the guys on the team started playing? 
The best part is he goes, you mean the average? He asked me. To, I, dude, he gave me a chance. He gave me a chance and what, I doubled down. This is what he should have said. This is what he should have said. <laughs> you know, I, I I was playing hockey for 15 years and it, you know what? I just wasn't that good. <laughs> and so I said, you know what? I'm going to cut off my fucking leg so I can be a Paralympic player. God, I'm so oh, dumb. Oh, God, dude. The, I, kid, the kid was so patient with us. Dude. He he gave me, like, yeah, I mean, the fact that he gave me it out and I chose not to take it is crazy. He was like, yeah. you mean like the average age of everybody on the team? And I go, no, no, man. no, <laughs> no. Like, when's the average? He's like, well, idiot, let me explain this to you. I was like, oh, well, okay, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Holy not my, shit. Not my best work. Not my Holy best work. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah, I don't even know. The Mexico trip was fine. Everything was good. That kid did a great interview by that him. That kid was a... Uh, I was, not only was I impressed with how positive he was, but I was actually really impressed with how well-spoken he was for a 23-year-old. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, yeah. Like, I would have, if he didn't tell me his age or if you didn't uh, mention the age, I would have assumed that he was, like, closer to 30 or older. Yeah. Like, he seemed very... He, well, I mean, relax. He, didn't, he wasn't that good. <laughs> Come on. I, I, I thought he, I thought he uh, yeah, relax. I thought he sounded old. He was good. I thought he sounded old. He wasn't better than me. Yeah, he sounded older than you. No, for sure. If anybody no. listened to you, you would have been like, that kid's way more mature. He's not even close. Okay. All right. I'll you thought that. you sound you think you sound more mature than <laughs> no. if I can get you sound no, like an God, idiot. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm shocked no, that he no, even no. was kind enough to come on here with us. I, I know. I'm surprised he didn't hang up after you, you know, asked him what, what age do people start sled hockey. Sledge hockey. Yeah, sledge. <laughs> hey, what age do you guys all start doing the old sledge thing, huh, guy? She's like, who is this fucking idiot? Man? I looked at you and I didn't I didn't hear it, but I saw what you, you saw did. what I looked at you and, and I, go, I was like, what? And I didn't, you just yeah. didn't you just shook it off. Yeah, oh my god. It's like I shook my head at myself. I was like, oh my god, so dumb. God, Jesus Christ. But yeah. Uh, not everything was fun and games for me the last uh, week. We did have a COVID scare. Yeah, you betcha. Right. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I was convinced that Mick was actually on a mission to kill as many Mexican kids as he could. Okay. That's ridiculous. Come I mean, on. Adolf Mickler. Oh, come on. Oh, God, give me a break. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, when, when we hit you with Adolf Mickler in the group chat, I lost it. Well, here's the thing. lost it. Here's the thing. My brother... I've I have I haven't been I'm gonna call him I'm gonna call him right <laughs> yeah now, we should actually. call him actually, actually we should um I haven't I'm so, so down how, on him right how now did you, how did you feel when you told us that you had tested negative and you were and then you or you tested positive then negative or whatever and then you no were working I'll tell right you we'll tell a story right, yeah. I'll tell the story before we call out all right yeah, yeah um so little did I know again I didn't do any research I booked this trip six seven months ago i'm really excited for it. i've never really done this island thing i've never done the all-inclusive thing not that like i wanted to really do it right now but like it was just cool i'm like yeah fuck it once once it actually came up but did i bring it up to you at all but up until the like yeah, week I, before you, maybe like, i can't believe it. i'm going yeah. to mexico so, so i was kind of surprised but like once i'm like on the plane and stuff i'm like oh, this could be fun yeah. so i'm trying i'm enjoying it but mexico, it's, mexico. It's, the first four days are great and then um yeah, like every, everything's fine. I, I I realized that we need a COVID test to get back into the country. We need to we need to show a proof of one at the Mexican airport. Did you see at all what the consequences would have been had you not been able to get a not the test? I wouldn't I didn't get to see it uh, like a firsthand thing. Yeah. But I saw the area and I no. No, would you like if what, you're saying if I tested I, positive for COVID in Mexico and I couldn't fly home, where would I stay? That yes, type of thing. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't an option. Put it that way. <laughs> it wasn't like, an option. Have you seen Have you seen the videos of like Australia and like where they have like like fucking mobile yeah. homes that are just no, like yeah. facing each that's other? That's all. I, that's all I pictured in my head. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't an option for me. So, 
uh, we realized that we needed it. And so one, one kid that I was with tested positive. Uh, he did, he, he wasn't feeling too well after like four or five days into the trip. And he took the initiative and he said, yeah, I'm going to go get a COVID test. And, and he tested positive. And so we're like, oh, okay, damn. Like, and he, he isolated himself pretty much for like two straight days. Like he didn't go out of his room or, or really around us. I mean, he did like a little bit, but like at this point, if you know what I mean, we'd already been with the kid. I was on a bus next to him for fucking 14 hours the day before. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of it. And we're not, and I'm not being a jerk to the kid, like get away from me. But I'm also just like, you know, this is a really shitty situation. It's not like I'm at my own house or somewhere like that. I'm in a hotel suite. So there was a couple of different rooms, you know what I mean? Like where people sleep. So we kind of stayed in his room and that was that. Uh, his symptoms went away. He started feeling fine. You know, everybody else kind of was good for a bit. Like, you know, I had one day where I didn't feel that good, but I just thought I was hungover more than anything. Cause I was, I didn't drink any water and I drank all fucking day and I was sun. It was the day I got sunburnt. So I just kind of chalked it up as being a hungover asshole and sunburnt and felt like shit. So do you think you had COVID? I don't know. I really don't know. I, I, I don't think I did. You had a PCR I, test when you came home, right? Yes. So I go, uh, so I go to, I take a Mexican like uh, swab test. Not, not the most efficient test. I'm not going to lie. Like it just wasn't, wasn't efficient. Uh, I pop as positive. Camp is positive. Uh, another kid tested a, a negative test and then went again because we needed a positive test. So we had him do it under my name <laughs> and he came back positive. So you had two pot. How did you? How so did listen you, to me. Listen to me. The kid who just yeah tested negative, tested, negative, to positive, tested positive less than two hours later. So my question to you under is my this. name. So my question to you is this: You have you had you have two positive tests under your name at this point now. Yes, in Mexico. And they're like, yeah, just keep trying until you get a negative and you can leave. In Mexico, <laughs> is <laughs> yes. that what they're saying? They're, yes. here, they're like, yeah, no, yes. man, just keep going until you get yes. a negative. Yes, essentially. Yes. So I get somebody else who I know on the trip. And I say, hey, we got to do this again. And you got to go take the test under my name. Again. Again. For third, the third time, time for Mick. Different person, though. Um, and so we get to the facility, right? And I give him my debit card. Thank God. And this guy, this guy's very savvy. He's very you savvy. You used a debit card there? So I had to. Wow. Well, I didn't, but yes. So I give him my debit card, and they weren't checking IDs in the beginning. Like, this is how it would happen. Like, if you walked in, you would say, I need a test. And they, you would type in your license number or your passport number, right? The, the lady actually giving you the form or, you know, you scanned a QR code that in front of it and then you filled it out on your phone. So she wasn't literally like checking your ID at all. But we were probably the last people there that day because it was later. It was, again, this is the day before we flew out. So like, this is urgent. We got it. We got to figure something out. And I'm not trying to take COVID not serious. Cause again, I'm, I'm, I'm really not like I'm, I'm not. And this is going to sound more hypocritical once we find later in the story, but we'll get there. Um, I'm not taking this like lightly. I, I, I just don't want to stay in Mexico any longer than I have. I'm not showing so symptoms. So he's willing I was gonna to go risk home. everybody's death. Everybody, to everybody die. who yeah. I see, I want them to die basically. Right. Yeah. Plain, you don't care. No. You're saying, no, I don't no. care. I'm going to go but to the my, bar later and get no, a drink. Matter no, no, listen, listen, So he takes the test, but before he takes the test, the woman running the show kind of, she sees what's going on. She knows there's some funky business. She runs in the facility, bro. I'm not even kidding. Like a sprint, like a full on sprint from me to the facility. It's like a trailer set up, like a, a medical trailer. I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, dude. Not, not only am I getting in trouble for yeah, the COVID, we're but way I worse am, now. Yeah. I'm, I'm on I'm, CNN. Anderson Cooper's gonna and be like I'm, about I'm me. being held now. Yeah. Like there's no like yeah. there's no like oh okay let's get him home because he's an American and innocent. None, none of that. You're fucked at this point. You've no, tried to gonna, fake it three yeah. times. You fucking idiot, dude. My buddy didn't flinch. 
he was like, look, I only have my debit card. My friends were here earlier. They said that you guys weren't checking IDs. My, I, I, you know, I left my ID, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm sorry. At this point, the thing had already been in his fucking like nose. So like the people and the thing, this is the, how I knew that we were good is that the nurses taking the swaps. They were like, we haven't checked IDs all day. And the people outside were spo- expecting the nurses to check IDs in there. They weren't checking IDs at all, bro. Nobody was. Because again, yeah. I took well, I took the test. Yeah, yeah. I actually took the test. I came yeah. up positive. Again, this test wasn't real. But I'm telling you, dude. I've had the nose swab. They just they they went in there for half a second. Mm-mm. I'm like, no, that's not it. That's not it at all. I came up positive. Fine. I'm freaking out. And again, people are like, what are you doing? Like. It, I, we didn't do anything that night. The people who tested positive, we chilled out. We sat in the room. We watched the national championship game. It was Alabama, Georgia. Everybody was just hanging out. We had to get up early the day before. We were, we were just chilling. So the day, the day after, and this is where I get to probably my biggest mistake, I would say. Nothing so far I regret. I, so okay. far, I regret none of this. Faking a COVID test to get out of Mexico, <laughs> I would do it again tomorrow. I would do it again tomorrow. This is the Adolf only... Adolf Mickler, continue. Hold on. Continue. This is the only thing I regret out of all of this. Frat House Mick, continue. We're, all, we're, we're, we're about an hour out of the flight. We're sitting at the airport, and one of my buddies is like, you want to grab a drink? Oh, yeah, wait, fuck it. Listen Why to not? me, listen now to I'm me, listen to 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 me. Yeah. I swear to God, yeah. if I even thought about COVID, yeah. I wouldn't have gone. I didn't even think about it. It's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Once I got past TSA and, every, and they scanned my COVID test that was already fake, and I already, I, I didn't. Yeah, I was like, I'm positive, but I nobody know, knows. It sounds so bad, but I swear to God, dude. As I'm, long as I'm good, know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but listen, I swear to God, I wasn't even thinking. And no, we weren't running around. What do you think? We, we got to call out. We what do you think? Yeah, we were yeah, buying yeah, shots yeah, people yeah. at the airport? No, we had we had one or two drink, and then we yeah. ju- we jumped on the plane. Yeah. That was it. Just they one were, or two drinks, maybe three, no, four. Who knows how many no, were in we there? Sat, we were sitting, uh, us two in the corner. fucking laughing it up. No, we had the mask on. I had the mask on. Filtered beer. <laughs> it wasn't even the fact that I just forgot. I did. If I thought about COVID at that very moment, I wouldn't have sat there. I just didn't. I'm stupid. I don't know what you want from me. I'm stupid. Uh, uh, fuck. And then I get out of crowded plane. Yeah. <laughs> but but hold on. Hold on. You're laughing. You're laughing. Keep you, going. You get, Keep going. You get the get out of jail free card. What happens? You came out negative. What happens? Keep you, going. You came home. I came home. What did I do? You got a PCR test Oh, I isolated. I haven't been home in a week. <laughs> I haven't been home in a week, dude. I literally haven't been home in a week. I wanted to sleep in my own bed. I No, I slept on Steve's couch. I'm sleeping on the couch. And I'm fucking exhausted. I just want to be home so bad. I want to see the dog. I don't care about you. And all of a sudden, I got to get a test in the morning. I got to get a PCR test. Pay a hundred and like 30 bucks, by the way. Another thing. Yeah, they're, they're expensive. They're an arm and a leg. Yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I probably shouldn't say that. This, I mean, Jesus Christ. But oh, wait. Uh, we're, we are nailing it today. Jesus we are fucking Christ. nailing it today, man. Um, I, uh, no, but they're fucking like 130 bucks. And what happens? You betcha. I came up negative. Negative. Hmm. I'm fine. I didn't show symptoms. This whole thing. The ne- the Mexico test was fake. And I don't know what else happened. I, uh, from there, it's a blur. Speaking of, did you see the NCAA announced that what they say? you are... If you've had COVID, that you are no longer required to get vaccinated and you are considered vaccinated? I did not know that. No. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, I think they're slowly admitting that perhaps if you are asymptomatic and or uh, have had it, that the antibodies are probably better than the vaccine itself. And so, so you're saying, saying I could have had COVID for like a day? No. I have no idea about that. For a couple of, Like when I tested I'm positive, saying- I had it the first day and then when I tested again, I'm negative? I don't think so. 
What I'm I saying have is, a good immune system. A, maybe. You think you beat it in a day? No, like what if I had it the two days before? You know? And that was the last day? Yeah, what if you I, were getting over But it? didn't they say this new one it only lasts like four days? Yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke. So like if I came home even positive with the new one, you would probably just get a cold. No? I make I had zero fear. You, no, I don't. No, you. I don't giving, mean you. I don't mean you. But anybody who I interact with, they just get like a cold, right? If they're healthy, is that how it works? Basically, I mean, we sound like idiots, know. and I'm sure there's. So I'm sure there are cases where people get more severe yeah. cases where they're really. We sick. gotta call Al. You're right. Yeah, call Al. But I, I would assume if you're, if you're if you're a healthy human, it's probably like you know you got a you got a bad head cold. This rat fuck. We'll explain why he's a rat. I don't even... Do we explain why? See, he'll explain. Yo. Hey, um, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to explain why you're a rat fuck, and then, then I'm going to take over, so go. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Can you call me back in a couple minutes? Yeah. Why? Well, sure. I'm... I'm pulling into Royal to get food right now. Yep, yep. Call it. Call All us right. back. See if he'll give you a slice. All right. Paul will put, All Paul right. will hook it up. <laughs> okay. Just to set the stage, he's a rat fuck because I we didn't tell a why. He's a rat fuck because during all this COVID madness, and again, Mick texted the group chat that he was positive. I did. I said, Which hey, lit I took the group the chat on fire. Everybody was like, well, he told you so. Ha ha. You shouldn't have fucking gone. Ha ha. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I'm sitting there again. I'm sitting there. My Crohn's disease is blowing up. I'm dying. I'm like, geez, I just want to be home. And my friends are just making fun of me. So I'm like, hey, guys, I don't really know what to do. Please, let's just figure. I'm going to figure something out, though. I knew I was going to figure something out. What happens? I just knew for a fact Al was going to say something to my mom. He he made a joke in the group chat saying, I'm going to tell mom. And I said, don't do that. Like, really don't. I know she's going to be freaking out. I actually knew because she was freaking out about this before. <laughs> Enough because she packed me four at-home COVID tests. Because she was like, I'm worried you're not going to be able to get a test to get back in the country. Little did she know that I needed an actual COVID test, not some at-home kit. You needed not to worry, Jen. No matter what, he was getting in. I was fine. He was yeah, weaseling his way fine. no matter what. No matter but how Al, many people he killed. Al tries to be the like the big brother. He's like, I, I'm going to take this into my own hands. I, I got this. And he tells my mom. What happens next is my mom tells my grandmother and I'm literally getting lit up by my mom and my grandmother. Just like, well, are you okay? What's happening? Well, I'm like, I'm trying to figure this out. Like, meanwhile, we haven't even figured this whole thing out yet. It's a nightmare. And Al, it's all Al's fault. He has one job. There's one thing you can do as a brother and you would attest to this. What's the number one rule? You don't rat. You don't, you don't rat. Did he rat you out though? Rat. Is that rat. Rat. He's a total rat. Yeah, I mean, you you were in a foreign country, popping up positive. Oh my god, dude! Well, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on! Oh my god! Hold on, hold on! Ready hold for this? Hey, shut up! Cold. Shut your mouth! Shut your mouth! How about how about this? You don't succeed in getting your in your negative test, and you have to be stuck there. I'm not living in a what if. I was yeah, living in what that's, happened. That was close. No, what, that was what this, happened? That was this close. No, it wasn't. That was this close for you, nigga, and stuck into a fucking Mexican Mm-mm. fucking concentration camp. We had camp it the whole where time. Where you were going to be named into a new name. No. Julio. No. We had it the whole You're gonna time. You were going to be working at that resort for the rest of your life. Listen, if I get caught there and I get thrown in jail, you, this show's over, I'm dead, and that's it. I would not last one day in a Mexican jail. Not one day. I'm being dead. It's not one jail. Day. You're now working there. 
No, I'm dead. No, like you're working I'm, there. No, yes, I'm dead. There's no death option. You don't get to. What do you mean I'm working? You, they're now putting you to work. Your name is now Julio. What you do you mean? Spanish what do somehow. I do though? I mean, you I can't are now do a anything. towel boy. No, you carry the towels from there, and you don't speak to anybody. If anybody asks you anything, you say no in glass, and no, you keep going. No, no, no. Kid got you no, trained. No, 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 no. There's no going home, my friend. That's no how close way. you were. No, that's way. where you were at. And oh. that's why Al had to tell your mom. No, he's a rat fuck. And when no, he calls back, exactly I'm gonna get to do that. You agree with him? What I'm saying is, whoa, 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 whoa. no, no, no. I what don't I'm care trying to paint. Do you agree with him? Do you agree with him telling my mom? Do you agree with him telling my mom yes or no? We needed to save you in Mexico. Oh, my God, dude. No. We were, we, were, we were concerned. We had to get you out of Mexico. This is... Ah. We needed to start working. We, oh, we need, In case dude. that you weren't ready and you were going to hit us with the, you know what, I'm actually stuck here, we were ready. What do you think I would have done? So here's the deal. Nothing. Uh, That's what the problem was. No, because they, 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 they... It wasn't like they were going to take me and handcuff me and throw me somewhere. Sure they were. No, they weren't. This is what happens. If you took the test through your hotel, you had to quarantine in your villa or your suite, wherever you were in. But one of the kids that we were with did that. And so they were like, hey, he can't leave. So then we realized, okay, let's not take it here. Let's go up the road to make sure that, like, you know, they're not going to basically lock our door and, you know, board us up here. So we went up the road. It's like a half a block up the road. It wasn't far at all. And just did the COVID test there. And again, I bopped twice or I bopped once on my own. And then I had another kid who tested negative an hour before test positive under my name. I'm not gonna lie. And then I, and then I had a kid. Out. And then I had a kid. I'd have been freaking out. Do you understand how fucking worried I was? Dude? I was sitting there like, please let this happen. And the lady who recognized the kid after the third time he had been there and was like, oh, that's when she went into the facility and said, hey, check IDs. Make sure we're checking IDs. Because if she checked this kid's ID, and it, it would not, it would have been so easy. It, would, it wasn't me. But the kid who already had COVID previously uh like three months ago so he knew he was fine he already tested positive like a month ago or whatever whenever this thing whole started again this new variant whatever the crap is i'm not doing this but whenever that happened uh he tested positive so he knew he was good so every time he went he tested negative every single time so i don't know how inaccurate or accurate these tests are i don't know if it was the bullshit test what i do know is the test i got when i got home was they shoved that thing so far up my fucking nostril and it was like a rapid, like, you know, whatever. It was like, well, I got it within like an hour and I was good. So I don't know. I feel good about the whole thing. I would do it all again tomorrow. How it all, like, would I go on the trip knowing I would get COVID and potentially be stuck? No. But would I go about getting back in the country like that? Yeah. Oh yeah. What would you do? I wouldn't have gone. No, oh, come on. I'm smarter than you. You went to Nashville during this whole thing. That's Nashville. I'm in America, you idiot. Okay, well, you know people who've traveled outside. I'm not the only person who's traveled outside of the country. Come on. There's the only one I know. No, that's not true. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Name me another person you know. Um, yeah, you can't. No. Yeah, we yeah, can't. No, you can't. Who? Nobody. There's, just, there's been absolutely... Uh, no. I can promise you right now, there's... There's nobody. Name them. I don't know. I don't. I don't care either. Like I'm. Not, I booked the trip like so long ago. I wasn't like. Again, I wasn't partying. The the, la the worst thing I did was I had a drink at the airport, like, I, and it was yeah, stupid. I shouldn't have done that. But other than that, like, I don't know. What do you want me to do? I didn't sit next to anybody on the plane either. I had a fucking empty fucking row. Like, what do you want me to do? You infected the entire plane. First off, <laughs> first and foremost. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, there's two things that happened. There was pretty much the, the closest casualty that we've had since 9-11 that you basically did in that plane. Everyone in that plane is basically probably dead. 
You think so? Probably 90%. 90% of the plant, I would say, is probably dead. It's dead. a serious disease, Mac. Dead? It's a serious disease. And uh, you didn't care. Nah, and you infected about probably about 90% of the people. I don't With think a that deadly happened. disease. Like, why do you, you sound like Fauci? What are you, what are you talking about? I think, think Fauci is our God. Well, realistically, do you think I shouldn't have done that? I would have done what you had to do. Okay, if before. I was there, I wouldn't have been there. Mm. Is the difference? Okay. I also would not. I also would not have Instagrammed myself getting yeah. a drink at the bar. <laughs> not only did you do it, you Instagrammed yourself. <laughs> That's the only reason we knew. Is Al said, "I was like, what are you talking about?" Uh, another credit to you, though. You didn't, didn't take it down. Hell no. You didn't take it down. You mm. left that bad boy up. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. No. If I if if I found out said, hey, look, you you. You infected somebody uh, because you had that drink and, you know, you shouldn't have done that. I would have had the drink again. <laughs> I would have had the drink again. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was fantastic. It was a good drink. I don't know what you want from me. I can't fly sober. What are you talking about? And I didn't just have one. I had eight. I was sitting there all day. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was gambling, betting the horses, <laughs> yelling. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what did you do this week? Call what away from What did you do this week? Nothing. At all? No. Yeah, nothing. Come on. Fucking work, man. That's it. Give us something. Nothing. Come on. I have absolutely zero to add to this with what I've done. What'd you do this past week? Come on. Something. <laughs> you can't just say nothing. That's how boring my life is. We nothing. haven't talked to the listeners in 13 days. What did you do in the last 13 days? Masturbated. Oh, so I didn't. On the trip, I didn't masturbate once. This is actually wild. So, so I thought, how long as you've ever gone? No. No. What? Eight days? No, actually, maybe, yeah. That's fucking... I didn't think about it. I, 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 no chance I could do that. I'd be twitching. The only time I wouldn't is if I had, like... I imagine at some point... So in my past fuck. Were, well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. That's different. Like, if I... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess since I'm saying you went there single, and if you didn't have any sex with anyone... To go eight days without f exploding is I was proud of myself. Feet. This is the thing, though. You know what? I, it's funny. Is I want to masturbate when you get on the plane a little? No, not even a little. <laughs> no, hmm. no, I didn't. I didn't have that urge. I've done it a couple times. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm what? Kidding. Your face, I was like, your what? Face I, dude, I was reading something. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh I wish I, I wish I, I wish I have. I kind of want to now, just because. That was a good reaction. So I asked my Your reaction was like, it wasn't even disgust. It was like almost shockingly, impressively surprised. That was locker room talk. <laughs> do you, my buddy said that uh, the Mile High Club's like a real thing. Do you believe that? What do you mean? Email this dickhead's calling. Now let's go. Hello? Hello? Hey. Hey, uh, you have, hey. explain why that you're a rat fuck. Oh, we're, I just want to clarify here. We're talking about how you didn't want to tell mom that you got fucking the vid in Mexico. Um, first of all, this is this is what I'm talking about. Again, what? Al, did you or did you not test positive for the vid in Mexico? <laughs> first of all, hey, answer, shut the answer, fuck up, answer, both answer of you. Him. Shut the fuck answer up. Yes or no? Both of you. Yes no? Hey, both hey. of you, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you said <laughs> I had ten seconds and you won't even answer. <laughs> Al, listen to me. Al, did I tell you something? He's avoiding. Did I tell you something yep, in confidence? Exactly. Did I tell you something in confidence? <laughs> no. What do you mean no? What do you mean no? <laughs> no. What do you, what do you mean, mean no? You didn't, tell, you didn't tell me to keep that quiet or anything. Of course that's what that means. What do you think mom would do the minute she finds out? Al, hey, I'm pretty sure you said, Nick. immediately you said, 
I'm telling mom, and Mick's exact and response put, immediately was, no, don't tell mom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the exact sequence of the text. Is, hey, what do you want me to do? I'm, positive. Keep going. Sorry, go. I'm talking to my mom, and she's like, oh, Mick's having this great time down in Mexico. I'm like, I'm like, huh? Have yeah. you talked to him lately? Why would you and, say uh, that? She's like, oh. She's like, oh, what do you, what do you mean? I'm like, mom, he's got fucking COVID. Why would you say <laughs> that, though? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Mick. I was, I was. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was surprised at how like unfaced she was. But she knows me. She knows I'm fine. Like she knows I would call her if there was something wrong. My whole point was now you freaked her out. No, 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 no. no. I think I'm saying like I think she. That's what I'm saying. Like she expected you to get COVID. Yeah, like, probably. She knew that she knew yes. she knew this was going to happen. Yes, she told me the whole time. She packed me COVID test. My whole point was I didn't want her freaking out until I had the situation under control. I was in the fire of it. If you're going to hear the podcast today, you're going to understand that we committed federal crime in order to get me back into the <laughs> states, and you oh, have no my. respect for it. You wanted my grandmother and my mother calling me during the scheme. I'm trying to get out of the country to make sure I don't become fucking bent over in a Mexican jail, and you have zero, <laughs> zero respect for me. None. Mick, Mick. Answer the question, yes or no, did you test positive for COVID in Mexico? Three times. <laughs> then, then what are we doing here? And you're mad I told mom. No, because I tested negative the day I landed in the States. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, me oh too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Open that door for these dogs. Um, Al, I, I think you owe us an apology. I really do. I think you owe me an apology. I, I owe you an apology? Yeah. Why? Because I, you, you, you broke oh, the number oh, one code. Hold on. I, I forgot what I wanted to bring up, too. Have you told the story how you thought you were testing negative? Yeah. And gloating it? I didn't. No, I didn't tell them that. So, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I get my first COVID test, uh, and, I, and it comes back, and it says, like, I, I don't even know how I screwed it up, but I think it's negative, and I'm gloating. I'm like, yeah, I'm negative. I got the best immune system ever. He sends a picture in the group chat gloating. Oh how his boys are positive, and he's oh negative. God, how he's going to be able to leave, and he goes, fuck them. Yeah. I'll be fine. I'm, I'm out of here. Oh, yeah, I'm gone. leaving. I was <laughs> Sounds gone. like a them problem. Sounds like a them problem. I See was ya. gone, dude. I was out. Out like a... Are you kidding me? No, but Al, what I ended up doing is I had someone take the test for me. Do you? Would you do that, or would you stay in the Mexican quarantine. I'd follow the protocols. Oh, oh my god. god, dude! Oh my god, this is what? This is just, no, yeah. I, yeah, okay, okay. I mean, how deep are how deep are we taking this? Right? Have you told like the other shit that you were at the airport drinking? Yes, yes. We talked about. <laughs> oh we my it. god, we Jesus Christ! So you, you were trying to defend that move, by the way. Like we were calling you a douche douchebag and a dickhead for that, and you were like digging the. You're like, no, what do you mean? No, I'm out here having a good time. I didn't, like, say, that. I, I didn't say I was out here having a good time. What the hell are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, oh dude, you said something like that. I'm telling no, you. No, I said, I said my big, I shouldn't have done that. And honest to God, I said it on this podcast. If I thought about COVID during that, I wouldn't have done it. I just am fucking stupid. He's, I really he didn't, didn't care. He was fine. I'm get stupid. Out of there. I'm stupid. Unbelievable. I'm stupid. Unbelievable. Did I run around like toasting people? Like, hey, shots, shots! No, I, 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 I just, vodka soda. That I got on the plane. Al, do you have a, do you have a number? I don't buy it. Al, do you have a number on the amount of Mexican kids people you think at you killed? Yeah, <laughs> you do you have a number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the fifties, easy. That's what I was thinking. Close. I was thinking close too. Never mind all the people he killed on the fucking plane. Well, I, 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 I said that's the biggest plane casualty since nine eleven. 
oh. was Mick on that plane. <laughs> for sure. Give me a break. Easily. Dude, Easily. Uh, Al trying to say he would follow the book. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> yep. that's what would happen. Yeah. He'd I'm, go right into I'm one saying. of the camps. Yeah. I'm sure, pal. Yeah. No I'm problem. Sure. Um, Al, can we get a prediction uh. for Patriots Bills? You rat Oh, fuck. come on. It's going to be fucking freezing out. The Patriots are going to get absolutely crowned. Mac Jones, three picks, one touchdown, 210 yards. Well, he's got to throw the ball for that to happen. I don't think he's going to throw I like more than 10 Oh, times. no, they're going to have to. They're going to have to because they're going to be down. They're, yeah. they're, he's going to be forced to throw. What is there's, your prediction? There's no choice. I think we lose uh, in a in a two-point, in a two-score uh, two game. Well, give me, Who's a we? give me a number. We lose, I like said. number, though. Like, give me some, oh. what's the score? Uh, like 34-17. Okay. Al? Oh, so it's a, it's a blowout. Yeah, two-score game. Christian. I yeah. think, I think it's a two really, touchdown game. really tight, sloppy game. Uh, At the end, it's just going to you know tw- open up. 20, 2018 Bills. 2018? Yeah, 2018. 2018. No, 2018. 2018 Bills. What yep. kind of score is that? 2018. 2018. All right, I don't know what you're saying right now. So we're having a, I we're having a discrepancy. Say it. 20, the Bills? The Bills are going to score 20, and the Patriots are going to score 18. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, there you go. You weren't yeah. saying, you were, I'm with Christian. 2018. What, what number else am I saying? 2018. 2218. Oh, my God. Maybe throw a two in there, not 2018. You don't say 2018. No, if I said 2218, it'd say 2218. You weren't saying what team was winning either. Yeah. Oh, come on, dude. You were, just saying, you were saying a year. 20? Yeah, you're just, you're just, you're just announcing a year. Bills. Like, what happened in 2018? What, what, what happened then, Mick? Why don't you explain it? Is that a song you're trying to sing? It's the score is going to be twenty to eighteen Bills. You hear me? And the Bucks are going to roll. I, I just want to say one thing. If I had to go back and do it again, I'd tell fucking bum right over. <laughs> why? Seriously? Why though? I what do no, you mean? Then, why? I, then I don't. Hey, then I don't want to be your best man. All right. Then how's that? I don't want to be. Take that crown away from me. If you're just gonna, you're gonna do any trust I give you. You say what? You you just run away? You just take it and run? That's ridiculous. I mean, he thought you were. He thought you were in danger. No, we didn't. He it, that's you were my in point. Danger. Neither did my mom. She didn't give a fuck. She's like, "Why are you telling me this?" She no, was even surprised. Not, Mick, we all thought you were dead. No, we this you is were a rat die. move. No, this no. is a rat move. We were rat. We were waiting to see if your your scheme was going to work, and if it wasn't, we were going to have to figure some shit out. Uh, Ma was already working on it. Mick, Mick, there was there was two hours where you, there was just all two to three hours you were stuck in Mexico. Yeah, like you were like, I might be stuck here for a little while. And you're like, all right, no, I don't want to tell mom. No, I was figuring it out. I was figuring it out. I said, let me figure it out first before I tell mom. That's all. That's all. That's all. You were trying to hide. You were trying to hide the fact that you had COVID from mom. Yes. I didn't have COVID. I tested positive from a bullshit test, Al. It's a Uh, bullshit uh test, the one I took in Mexico. It's the test fault. Al, I'm not going to lie. Al, I'm not going to lie. Hold on. No, Al, answer me this. Riddle me this right now, Al. Tell me this, and I'll I'll leave you alone. How come that somebody tested negative on the test Literally an hour before, and then took the test under my name and tested positive. Same test, same facility. He picked it up. Oh, give me that's a break, true. Al. Oh, dear, you suck. What do you mean? You suck. You know what it is? I mean, I mean that's, that's a pretty easy answer right there, man. In an hour? Yeah, you gave it to him. Oh, you were hanging out God, with him. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like I'm saying, <laughs> he, so pathetic. have you checked in on him? Is yeah, he alive? he's fine. He's, he's alive? Fine. Are we yeah, sure? Yeah, he's fine. He could be just like one mm. of the plane victims. Hey, did you hear? Al, we had this kid on. He was a Paralympic athlete uh, uh, wait, earlier. You should have heard him. Dumb this my is, sound. Yep. This is, Christian, tell me first question. Uh, Al, you ready? This this is real. This is my real first question. I can't make this up. And he gives me. He almost gives me an out. This is how it goes. I go, well, hey man, what's the um? What was the average age that you guys picked up? And not only do I mispronounce sled hockey and call it sledge hockey, 
But I, I say, I say, what's the average age you guys started sledge hockey? And he's like, he goes, he goes oh, wait, out. he gives me a chance. I swear to God, he gives me a chance. He goes, he goes, well, you mean like, so hold on, 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 hold sport like that and he and he tries to give me a note and he goes you mean like what's the average age on the team and i go no man like when did you guys all start playing <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot they're just so when did you start playing when did you say hey i want to do this <laughs> i want to do this yeah, yeah, we all lose our leg at 13 and start playing yeah, oh was my a design god yeah, this is a, Holy just, shit. Yeah, you know it doesn't get any better oh, than that man Pro interview here, oh, real pro interview. Wow. Yeah, we killed that, that was one. Fucking, yeah. That was great. Yeah, yeah it's a, that's a real good shit. Credit to him, he couldn't have answered it nicer. I He's swear to God, oh, couldn't I'm sure. I'm have sure. answered it nicer. He but what an idiot! I, I mean, when I, after I said it, I was like, wait, wait, no, what did I just say? And the fact that he gave me an out and goes, you mean like what the average age in the team is? And I'm like, no, man. Like, no, when do no. you guys like think uh, I want to try? I want to try sled hockey. When did you, know? you guys hop on the old go. sledge? Give it a go. When did you guys try the old sledgehammer? Huh? Oh my god, dude, that is oh. fucking cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. All right, oh, all right, man. We'll talk to you later. <clears throat> all right, later, boy. Later. Oh god, that was hysterical. Yeah. That was uh, hysterical. You have to pull that. <laughs> The audio of me just asking the question. Oh my god! Dude, I can't. Uh, I, I can't even, dude. I can't wait to go back and listen to that. Ah, <sighs> uh, that was good. That's what you got here. That's just authentic idiots here. That's well, you, I know. Credit to you. You asked some some like hard questions that that you got across well, and he answered well. And I did. So, I I don't yeah. know if I did. I think you got some good ones out. I, I do. I really do. I swear to God, I think you got some good questions out there. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure, I'll take it. Um, all right. Well, you got anything else this week? I don't really know. We, we really don't have two. I keep asking you, did anything happen in the last two? Oh, you know what? Before we go, we got a couple things. I'm glad we got this. We talked about this downstairs. This new Barstool Sports Bar. I want to bring this up. This is unheard. This is crazy. This is somebody I've worked in a restaurant for a while. I've never heard of this and it is absolutely insane. They have this new bar opening in Chicago. Apparently, they got this rule where you can't wear a hat. Now, listen. What do you mean? I understand that there's clubs where you can't do that. And apparently what Portnoy said was, uh, you know, we want to go for like a nightlife feel. Oh, it's like no white shoes at, uh, what's it called? Yeah, like no jeans, you know, you gotta, I fucking hate places like that. That's my number. I will never go to a place with like a dress code. um, Automatically get me the fuck out of there. Did they not notice the sign they put up front? What's oh, what's that? Barstool Sports. Oh, yeah, that's true. Did they not notice the clientele that they fucking... and he was like, well, it's going to be like a sports bar during the day. And, you know, at night it's going to be a different feel. Well, what about like Sunday night football? Hmm. Like, what do you do that night? What do, okay, what about Saturday night? There's a big fight on. What do you do that night? You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean a nightlife feel? Like, what's a nightlife feel? Do where like, is it? I don't know where it is. Too. It's is in it? Chicago. It's yeah, in like, like an upscale neighborhood, too. You have to see where it is. Said. Like, is it in like a place where people do what he's saying? Where it's like, yeah, it's kind of like a place where well, he said it's like out, an upscale neighborhood. But like I've been when I was in New York, like I'm very uncultured, so I have no idea what an upper class bar is. In New York, there's tons of what they call like gastro pubs. It's like expensive food, like bars. They're just kind of like fancy bars. They're Mm -hmm. they're just bars. They're just a bar. They're a nice bar that's overpriced food. 
Or you can go like a couple blocks up the or road. Overpriced appetizers. They don't even have real food, probably. Yeah, it's terrible food. <laughs> Everything's terrible. But like, yeah, exactly. You got to go to like the authentic places to get like real food. Mm. I don't know. I I thought that rule was crazy. As somebody who has worked in the restaurant for a while, I I'm telling you right now, if I'm sitting at a bar, especially if I'm watching a game, and I just have a hat on, I don't even wear a hat out that often. But if if I'm if I'm wearing a hat, what the fuck does that matter? If the guy says take the hat off, yo, you can't wear the hat in the bar. I'd be like, all right, check, please. Like, are, you, are you kidding me? Yeah. I, I, I would lie, especially in the city. In the city? During, like, if a bartender told me that during, in the city, I'd be like, bro, there's like a trillion other bars I can go to. I will never come back to this fucking shithole. Is it like, uh, the, yeah, but they probably will be like a, uh, you know, like eight o'clock all of a sudden there's a, well, uh, noise thing a was like or something up front. Like, yo, you can't come in with that. You know his, I mean? his whole thing was like, yeah, well, I want, I want an atmosphere where people can go out and like try and get laid. No thanks, dude. What do I want to be in some college bar where people are like thirsty to fucking try and meet chicks and like you have to have some ratio. You got to be there with three girls and one guy to get in. Fuck you. I'm just trying to have a drink and watch the fucking game. I don't care. I won't go there then. I'm good. You want yeah. some bougie? I'm good. Bougie no thank you. If I'm in Chicago, skip it. You said there was there was controversy about it with Logan Paul, right? Yeah, well, I saw everybody who I like I saw like uh it was some barstool account on Twitter like quoted Portnoy's response. And it was like, you know, you can't wear the hats because X, Y, and Z. And then, like, everything was the picture he took on his own Instagram of Logan Paul and him at the bar. Logan Paul is wearing a hat. Obviously, you're not going to tell Logan Paul to take the hat off. And I understand why he would never do that. But the whole point is the rule's stupid because no, not only did Logan Paul probably walk in there with a hat and think nothing of it, everybody else would do that because it's not a fucking real rule. I don't know why anybody would. It's so stupid. Yeah. Um, I've actually. I don't, it, not to kind of change subjects, but to change subjects. I think I've become a fan of the Paul Brothers. Oh, I think really? I've, I think I'm changing. I've, teams. I always kind of liked Logan Paul. I don't really Logan like Paul. I've, Jake yeah, Paul. I've never. I guess I shouldn't say I really like. Hate, really hated him, but you know, Jake Paul's kind of always had a cringe effect. To he's me, insufferable. He's slowly, and no. slowly becoming no. more enjoyable for me. Why? I just, I guess the way he slept Tyron Woodley made me like a little bit of a fan. Mm. I don't know how else to say it. Like, I think everybody, like, I, it would make my year to find out that it was like fake and it was staged. But like, I just really feel like he got caught. Yeah. Like, everybody's like, oh no, it's staged, it's staged. But like, I just feel like they don't want to admit that he just got fucking caught. No, he got caught and he ran out of gas. He was getting tired. He was getting lazy with his punches and he just totally, yeah, he got murdered. Yeah. He fell for that little faint and then boom. That was probably knockout of the year, right? We I talked about I that. Said. I yeah. said that was knockout of the year. Oh, is that? Yeah, my bad. I meant. Um, no, I didn't say that right now. Oh, I'm oh. saying when we did talk about it, like you asked me, I don't yeah, know when that was. I think I was it saying, was. Yeah, I think knockout of the year. Yeah. I think that was probably the knockout of that or the uh, Marty Usman Masvidal one. That was. It was the beginning, right? It was like a full. It was like was a, that in 2020? Yeah, it was like March. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. two. Yeah, then one. Of, yeah. Um, how about Colby Covington and uh, Jorge? Yeah, I saw that. March that'll 5th. be a good. That'll be a good one. That'll be a good game. I think. Colby's gonna fucking work him. Yeah, yeah. Colby's on a mission too. He wants that. He wants that title shot one more time, dude. He won that last fight. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? He won round three, two, and uh, I mean three, four, and five. No. Yeah. In the first fight, he didn't. He won the fight. The first fight, he, he was winning. Dropped. No, not no. No one got dropped in yeah, the last did. fight. Yeah, he did. No. Yeah, he no. Did. I'm fairly certain he got dropped. No. In the round. Yeah, he no. Did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Did he get dropped in the second round? Maybe, yeah. but not three, three, four, and five. He murdered. He got dropped in the second round. Pretty sure we were wondering he, if it was a ten eight or not because of it. And no one gave it to him. Everybody gave did. it. Yeah, I don't think they did yeah, give him a chance. Everybody gave it. Him. Everybody gave Usman that third round, which is ridiculous. He he didn't win it. I don't know. We're arguing about whatever, but I I don't know. I think I, you're I, racist, and that's why you see it that way. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm a big Trump guy. You're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got anything else? We good? Uh, no. Yeah, that's, uh, we can wrap it up. Shout out Jack Wallace. Check out the U.S. Paralympic team. Um, like, yeah, I think have it a was, good laugh at my first question. Would oh, you? dude, that's that's going to go down in Beyond Average History. It's the that's worst question be, ever. Yeah. <laughs> what did you want to start? <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll talk to everybody <laughs> next Jeez. week. Take care.